Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Hello, 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 everyone. I am so excited to be here today and always, always a treat to, gosh, to talk and play with spaces. And so for those of you that are wondering, who is Lisa Bennett? Well, you know, I I would have to say that the... the, um, energy of playing with spaces is something that I was aware of since the earliest memory of my memory was age three. Uh, I remember walking into a space and and it either would light up my body or there would be this contractive energy. And at the time, I just knew as a little girl to pull on my mother's hand to try and get out of a space or out of a place was the way that I could communicate with her before words. And then, you know, as I as I got older, I was aware of just not actually choosing to be in a space. And fast forward, I studied interiors, design, I studied uh, different modalities, uh, everything from becoming a feng shui master to um, working with dousing, divining, um, uh, tuning forks, you name it, I looked at all the ways of playing with spaces. And one of the really interesting things that came to light, I would say, I would say probably about five years ago, is I actually acknowledged that I didn't require a label. And I didn't require what would you would be considered letters after my name it was more of being aware of the energy of me walking into a space and perceiving what was required what was being asked for and truthfully what i was already aware of that was going on with either the land the space and people and or all of the above and so my company, Infinite Energies, was created uh, and asked for many years ago, and it was really not, a, it was an undefined name for an undefined practice. And what I mean by that is I play with everything, and I actually am aware that my body is this ancient tool that we all have, that we carry with we, with us every step of the way. And so the cool thing is, is as we are walking into spaces, somewhere when we were little children, we had all those tools that we could tap into, the ancient tools. And as we got into 
school parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, parents, friends, our friends, and started to listen to what they were saying was true or not true or weird or not weird, we actually started to cut off all of those what I call awarenesses, the the little uh, whispers that the universe was already communicating with us energetically. And when we start to cut off that and start to listen to what society writes or says or the radio or media or television or the people in our lives that isn't true for you, then all of a sudden you're like, you you get into this almost sort of confusing state of where you can actually override your awareness. And we do it all the time. We do it in relationship. We do it with businesses. We do it with money. We do it with so many other things. And I'm certainly not one that hasn't done that with her business or herself and her relationships or whatever. I'm totally aware of the times that I've not listen to those whispers. And when I choose not to listen to the whispers, that's when the funky things start to show up in my life. And I have to say that, yeah, or they turn into screams from the chat room. Yes. And or the two by four, the hitting over the head. So I would invite you today to just lower your barriers and be willing to listen to what I'm aware of with regard to spaces. And so I I absolutely acknowledge that I am a space whisperer. I have been aware of all of these ancient tools. And I'm also aware that perhaps somewhere in my many lifetimes, because that's a belief system that I have, that I've lived many lifetimes. And if any of you have ever walked into a space or been drawn to a country, are you aware that perhaps you have also possibly either lived in a previous lifetime in that space? It's it's sort of like walking in and going, oh, this country just feels amazing, or this body of water, or or this language, or this food is really drawing my body. So where are you not willing to acknowledge all the times in your life that you were literally either living there uh, and or have traveled through those countries? And so the, the, the really interesting thing that I'm aware of is that my body can travel at uh, when I go to sleep at night, my body can actually travel and go to different places and actually experience the culture, the food, the language, the people. And, and okay, this is something that I, I haven't really actually shared with a lot of people, but I'm aware that if I start to visualize a country or a space or it's calling me and I know that I have never been there. How amazing is it that I can actually invite my body to go for a trip while I sleep? It's sort of like without actually buying a plane ticket, paying for accommodation and learning the language or whatever that is, it's just actually letting my body go out into the universe and check things out and say, okay, cool, is this is this a place or a space that is asking for you. And and 
So I can wake up in the morning and I'm aware of a country, a place, a building, a space, a home, uh, an individual uh, that is calling for me to either go and or connect with that space. So everywhere that you have made yourself wrong for this ability, for this capacity, are you now willing to just acknowledge it and and everywhere you've judged yourself as this being a wrongness, as this being weird and wacky and you wouldn't be willing to step outside and actually talk about it, wow, wow, this is this is actually something that our young children can have an open conversation about and know that there's a possibility and it's wondrous and they have a curiosity about them without going into judgment. So I'm I'm really inviting you today to just be willing to listen and or play and or get out of judgment with yourself and listen to all the places excuse me, that are, you have either had this capacity in in many, many lifetimes ago, and it was considered common knowledge, and that this wasn't considered weird. Uh, It's sort of like how we can be so at one with our cell phones, our computers, our iPads, and all technology. Well, what if our bodies... What if our capacities and our gifts were the technology, the latest technology of that particular uh, lifetime, of that particular uh, time in our life when, when we have these ancient, what we call techniques? Well, what if they weren't uh, ancient at the time? They were cutting edge. So are you willing to step up to the cutting edge of ancient practices and almost hone your skills and hone your muscles with all of those. So when I started to to acknowledge this gift and capacity and I dabbled in so many different areas and really started to hone the the techniques of these different, uh, I would say, modalities, I actually became incredibly interested in playing with uh, everything from pendulums to divining rods to dousing rods to to actual uh, willows, like the actual willow branches, to, uh, I've said pendulums, to penduluming my body and, and really listening to and feng shui uh geomancy these are all different what we would call ancient techniques so when you actually listen to what lights up your body when you walk into a space so you could be lit up by an individual and how many people have walked into a um a room and seeing someone or being drawn to turn and look at someone, their body, their vibration of their body, their molecular structure, their vibration, their energy, whatever you choose to label it as, was aligned with what you were desiring at that particular time. 
So it could be funky, it could be weird, it could be wacky, it could be yummy, it could be beautiful, it could be great, it could be creative, it could be really, really, really um, fun. So I'm going to just go through each one of these um, particular techniques that I've used. So pendulum your body is is really if I could if I could um, and I, I don't actually have to to uh, consciously do it. I'm just aware my body, if I ask my body to show me yes and show me no and show me maybe or undecided, for my for my body, my yes is forward, my no is backwards, and my maybe or not quite the correct answer or question can be what I call in between. It's in an indecisive movement. Sometimes it sways forward, sometimes it sways backwards, sometimes it stands still. And if it's standing still, I know that it's a question that hasn't yet been defined. It needs to be rephrased, reworked. And and I stand with my heels together, upright, and I have one hand at my solar plexus, and I close my eyes. That seems to work really well for me. And I ask my head to get out of whatever it is, and I don't have a point of view about about whatever it is. So oftentimes people ask questions if they have a crush on on, on a person, and they'll ask a question, and they can override and say, and have their body go forward, if they really want to be able to say, oh, I, the answer for this is that that person likes me or I like that person or I would really like to have that ice cream sundae even though if you got out of your head, your body might actually push yourself backwards in a big no uh, because in maybe an hour or two, your body might show that you have a tummy ache or it creates cramping for you. So... Yes, can we override? Absolutely. And so as a practice that I've done for, oh gosh, at least 35 years or more of pendling my body, I've used everything from an actual pendulum uh, where you can go into any um, shop and buy pendulums and you get drawn to the crystal or the stone uh, that is asking for the energy of you. And so um, I go in and, and I literally, I have a communication with, uh, if I go into a gem store and I start to have a communication with whichever one is asking for um, me and which one would like me to take them home, that's a way of communication. And so sometimes I'll get one, sometimes I'll get two, and sometimes I have pendulums that I've had for years. Uh, sometimes my pendulums have been lost or broken, and I just am very grateful for that particular pendulum that has served me, and then I always know that it's time to move on to something else, which is really, really fun. So... Right now, we're um, going to have a quick break, and when we return, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies, and we're talking a little bit about the ancient practices and what, as an ancient practitioner, uh, what are you aware of with regard to spaces? Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? 
Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 Or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network You can send a question or comment to Lisa at InfiniteEnergies.ca Now back to the program Hello, hello, everyone. Oh, my goodness. I I have to say, uh, I am sitting here today absolutely feeling honored and so grateful for all of you that have been following and listening to this show over the past few years. And I know I have some listeners that listen after the fact and, and aren't able to, based on time zones and wherever you are located in the world, to really tune in to the show and and I have one that that she and her boyfriend climb into the bathtub on a Friday night, have a glass of wine and listen to my show. I mean, how grateful am I to them? And and to all of you who have just tuned in for the first time, I really really welcome you to listening to Infinite Energies Radio with myself Lisa Butt Bennett's, and we're discussing today the ancient practitioners out there who are not willing to step up and say that they're aware of spaces, but today I'm inviting you to and step into, wow, the magic of all of the ancient practices and asking them to come forward with you, for you, in everything you choose now in your life and your living, in your business, in your relationships, in your money coming forward. I mean, how yummy is that? So we just before break, we were talking a little bit about how to use your body as a pendulum. And I was also mentioning that I love to go into shops and sometimes it's time for me to get a new pendulum. And pendulums, for those that aren't aware of, are usually a stone, a crystal, 
it can be it can be a spoon that's hanging on a rope it can be a ring on a string that you wear around your neck it's just and and it's just something that you can hang from a string or a chain and i don't buy into uh pendulums having to be made up by certain things i just know energetically what feels really yummy in my hand against my skin some people wear pendulums as a ring around their neck on a on a uh, beautiful chain i was just gifted a beautiful necklace the other day with a lovely uh, crystal on the end and it was actually made from silver an old silver fork that has this beautiful intricate handle and then at the end of the handle it was cut off the forks were cut off is this beautiful crystal that's hanging down from it and it's on this silver chain and that's sort of my new playful uh pendulum that I can wear and it's I'm so grateful it's beautiful it's art and it's against my skin so it's already being programmed to be in alignment with the energy of my molecular structure, uh, what it is I desire for my life and my living going forward. And I don't actually have to have a outwardly conversation with the pendulum. I'm aware that I can just energetically connect with it. And that's the really cool thing. So how many of you are willing to connect with a pendulum? So it could be, for example, you can get a string and you can get a paper clip and make a pendulum. So if you would like today, get a, get a string, and on the end of the string, tie a paper clip, a fairly significant one would be good, or a ring, and tie that on the end of the string. And I would have the string minimum nine inches, it can go up to about 12 inches, and then in order to program a pendulum, because they, they actually just is just a way to, to connect with them, is you hang that off of your index finger and thumb, and sometimes I pull my middle finger in, or sometimes I loop it around my, my index finger, one loop, and then hang it down. And I have it hanging straight down towards my desk table, preferably away from all technology so that it's not in any way, uh, sort of pulled or or in any way affected by that and then I start to to ask I I you can either swing the pendulum into a big circle clockwise or anti-clockwise and just swing it just to get the energy of it and then ask it to just stop and and then what I do is I actually can get the pendulum to stop now you can actually stop it with your opposite hand and you can have your elbow on the desk or you can have your arm free form. It's easy, easier, whatever's going to be most comfortable for you. You want your body to be relaxed. And then my pendulums, I would say 99% of the time, always go in a clockwise direction when I say, could you please show me yes? Yes being the answer to whatever the question is or the energy of going forth with whatever it is energetically in a yes um, 
playful way. And if the pendulum is spinning in a clockwise direction when I say yes, it's like, okay, cool, that's programmed as yes. And then if it goes back and forth, left to right for me, when I ask it to show me no, then I know the pendulum is showing me no. And if it doesn't move, I either haven't asked a exacting question. And and, and so it's sort of like, um, hmm, let me think about uh, a question. So if you said, uh, would eating a chocolate sundae be good for me? Well, it, that's that's not a really definitive question. It's like if we asked having a chocolate sundae, would that contribute to my body in a really magical way or a yummy way or or it, would it just contribute to my body? Well, yes, it would. Now, is it going to contribute in a way that's going to create um, my body being happy or is it going to create my body not being happy? Because contribution can come in all forms. So you really have to be specific with your questions and then start to play with things like, am I a girl? Are my eyes blue? Are my eyes brown? Am I a boy? I, whatever that is for you. And you'll start to see that the pendulum will show up with whatever you know is the answer. Yes, no, maybe. And or indecisive if it's not moving. So that's a really quick uh, non-visual lesson on playing with pendulums. And pretty soon you're going to start to play with them in a fun way where you can actually have them, you know, whether one's in your purse, one's hanging on your neck, where one's at your desk, one's in your um, uh, in your vehicle. So I have a crystal that I have hanging in my vehicle that I've had with me, oh gosh, probably 15 years. It's traveled with me. So it already, I know that no matter where I am, I always have access to a to a pendulum that has been with me energetically. I, I've had um, two pendulums that I carry in my purse, one that I actually use for spaces and one that I've used on bodies so I can pendulum a body. And then I usually have one in my um, office that I take between sort of my different rooms. And, and so I have about three or four pendulums. I don't have a point of view about one being greater, one being better. I just I just pick up whichever one happens to be there. And now I have this new one that I'm wearing around my neck and I'm absolutely loving the energy of that one. It's just so magical and 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 it was gifted to me from a very very dear friend. And so where are you not willing to play with all the tools that you have available? And where have you somehow concluded that in order to have a pendulum, you have to go out and go to a shop and go to a store and start to talk to crystals and start to talk to stones. And, and so when we make it into a big, a big deal, you're actually, you're, you're, it's like giving away your power to something else or asking other people what they think you're actually giving your power away to other people. Well, ancient practitioners, which everyone has this capacity, is asking, what are you aware of? So all the times that you've gone outside of yourself to ask, would you now be willing to just start asking what's going to contribute to to you and 
your life going forward or to whatever the question is that you are asking about. So that's, that is the yummiest thing with dousing. Now I've played with this with countries, with travel, with food, with, with men, with, uh, women who are pregnant asking, um, male or female. And it was so funny. I had this conversation with a friend. I actually absolutely, I mean, I did, I've done this, gosh, at least 30 years, 35 years where I had a lady who, um, this is so cool. We, we were, uh, um, talking. She was pregnant. This was really early on in her pregnancy. I think she was maybe, ooh, maybe a month and a half pregnant. And there was barely, like, there was no sort of change in her, in her body. She still had maybe a tiny little belly. And so we're sitting there and she's sharing her news. And I said to her, hey, would you be interested in knowing what the sex of the baby was? And she kind of looked at me like, what? And now, we didn't talk a lot about um, what what I was practicing. I, I was much more, I suppose, secretive or shy about that. So the fun thing is, is I said, hey, would you be interested in knowing the sex of the baby? And she's like, yeah, how do you do that? And she was like, I'm up for it. So... The really fun thing is, is I got her wedding band and we tied it on a, I I think it was either like a chain that I had around my neck and I said, okay. So now the wedding band already has been connected to her energetically. There's no programming involved. Uh, It was already just there. It was connected and the chain was just either around her neck or my neck, and there was no significance to it. And I hung it, but I already was aware of what the sex was of the baby. So that's how tuned in I was to my body without actually either having to stand up and and ask my body. I, I just have this awareness. My body has this awareness. As soon as I ask, I'm already getting the download of what it is. And so... But visually, and this is the fun thing about playing with pendulums and divining rods and all these other um, techniques, is that oftentimes people need a visual in order to see what's going on. So be willing to give give them the visual, even though you already have this awareness. And so I'm I'm uh, so this for me was actually being willing to to have this hanging over her belly. And I asked, so there was one direction for boy and one direction for girl. So it was sort of like, okay, if, if you're a boy, would you be willing to go back and forth? As a girl, would you be willing to go around? And so that's where the programming of the pendulum was. I would have said, okay, show me. And it kept showing up as a boy. And she's like, oh, my God. And she kind of giggled and laughed. And she thought, oh, it's just like a little party trick. And I didn't make it significant. And truthfully, I completely forgot about doing this. But I did this a lot of different friends when we were all pregnant at different times. And so I haven't seen this friend of mine for a number of years. And we got together the other night and we were chatting and she says, oh my God, Lisa, I have to tell you something that you did that 
you were so conv- convinced that I was having a boy. And it was so early on. It was like I was I had eight more months to go and it was really early on in my pregnancy and you told me that I was going to have a boy. Now, for those of you that are that are perhaps a little pessimistic, you might say, oh, Lisa, well, it's a 50% chance of either way it's going to go. Well, of course it is. But there was this absolutely... I I visually, when she reminded me, I actually remember hanging the ring over her belly and going, okay, yep, it's a boy. And I checked and I always checked and I always had the person check to see what was was, um, right for them at that time. And so, wow, I'm, I'm thrilled that here I am you know, over, well, her son is, is uh, almost in his 30s. And so for us to actually acknowledge that this is something, this is a tool that I've played with and how many lifetimes have I played with that tool of playing with a pendulum of any form. So everywhere that you haven't acknowledged that capacity, I'm inviting you to play with that today. And, uh, and yeah, just play with it, guys. It's all about fun. Life is about fun, and these are tools of playfulness. So we're going to take a quick break. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies, and I look forward to chatting with you more about ancient practices with uh, um, ancient practitioners. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. 
Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Infinite Energies with myself, Lisa Bennett, and today we're discussing, are you an ancient practitioner who's aware of spaces? So before we get back into the show, I'd like to share where you can find me in the world. I, You can either connect with me on Facebook uh, at Infinite Energies or Lisa Bennett's. I have two pages, a business page with Infinite Energies or Lisa Bennett's, my personal page. You can send me a private message. Uh, you can also connect me at Lisa at InfiniteEnergies.ca and you can also... Uh, connect with me with regard to classes that I facilitate around the world. So I I do travel to um, various parts of the world where I've been invited. I'm currently heading off to Paris next week, the end of this month, and I'm also heading off to India. And I have my classes. You can check with um, infiniteenergies.ca is my website. And also, as an access consciousness facilitator, I do post my classes there. Now, for any of you that are looking for one-to-one, uh, whether it's a private consultation with regard to your space or anything to do with what's going on within your life, I can almost guarantee that it's showing up somewhere within your spaces. And spaces are, for me, like an x-ray is to a doctor. So how many of you have gone into the doctor and said, oh my gosh, you know, I've got this and this going on with my body. Well, the doctor goes in and says, well, we'll take an MRI or a CAT scan or an x-ray and we're going to look look into things further. Well, I I actually play with spaces similarly. I say, okay, so this and this is going on in your life, well, let me chat with you and let me chat with and connect with your space. And from there, I get a download of information. And from your spaces, I can actually assist you in creating what it is you're desiring for your life going forward. So how do you do that? Well, <laughs> uh I have had this great muscle that I've played with and I have built up over the years. So I utilize every ancient practice that I've ever been aware of in this lifetime that I've studied. And I also tap into all the lifetimes of all the times that I have been aware of spaces and ancient uh, uh, ancestors, who I I call in to assist me when I'm working with spaces and 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 beyond. So one of the techniques that I've also played with is you could call it dousing or divining where I have rods. I have these portable rods that I have in a little pouch and they are a metal and copper combination and copper is is a really lovely conduit for picking up any ley lines, any geopathic stress that may be running under a building, around a building, uh, that actually runs through a building and can affect the molecular structure of a person's body. And so how do I play with those? Well, I do something called mapping of the the space where I can walk around. So if I'm physically able to be at the space, 
then I can walk around the exterior of home or office building and then I can also walk on the interior and tap in through the dousing rods where we call them ley lines. So that's every underground water stream system, uh, electrical lines, gas lines, uh, anything that is buried beneath and into the earth and or natural springs. And people say, well, that's part of the earth. That's naturally. So how is that going to affect the molecular structure of my body? Well, this is the really cool thing is that there is this there is this way that when the the actual atoms or the molecules of the water bounce off in caves, so they're in caverns in deep into the earth, sometimes it could be a mile down, several miles down, deep into the earth, and it bounces off the walls and it reverberates all the way up through the earth, up through the the ground all the way up to the surface and whatever's sitting on sitting on the surface well if you've ever seen anything like if you've um pinged uh, a fork on the end of a um a table or on a uh, tuning fork you know that there's a reverberation going on there's an energetic vibration and, and it almost expands as it and it lasts for quite a bit of time well, if you can imagine all of these water molecules that reverberate in like an ongoing through the ground and it gets up to the top and into the person that's living above, into their home, into their bodies, into the molecular stru structure of that person's body, yeah, there's a vibration that's constantly running through their body or going on. And if it's into their bedroom and into where their bed is located, then that structure of their molecules in their body is getting interrupted. And there's not this beautiful rest. There isn't this lovely way of their molecules actually being able to, when they're sleeping, to actually uh, multiply, heal, and change. So if you can imagine your molecules are constantly moving, constantly changing, and regenerating as we sleep, and we're not thinking about how they do it, they just naturally do it, well, that's what's going on under deep within the earth with Mother Earth that the water molecules are regenerating, they're vibrating, and they have this beautiful energetic uh, vibration that goes up and it naturally moves up through the Earth. And as it's moving up, it expands and it continues to expand until it comes out. So if you can imagine that, and then you have electrical uh, lines that also have an energy and a vibration that start to come up through the earth and, and vibrate. So can you imagine the number of people that are lying on ley lines and when they say, I have um, cancer or I have difficulty sleeping or I have challenges with kids that have ADD or ADHD or challenges concentrating or whatever that is, well, I'm going to challenge you today to acknowledge that you are this beautiful psychic sponge that is picking up all of those vibrations. 
You're so tuned in. Even I've had people who said, you know, Lisa, I was already aware. My body was aware when there was a tsunami or an earthquake on the other side of the world. It was affecting me. Well, our earth is round. And if you look at the center of the earth as and and wherever the center of the earth is for you, because it's going to constantly sort of be that we're we're going in a circle. If I can think of the center of a pie, things are going to vibrate from that center point. Well, it's not going to go directly up to one particular area. It's going to vibrate out to all areas in the earth, and so all of of course all those bodies are going to be affected. Of course, all of our bodies are going to be tuned in and aware when some ginormous catastrophic earthquake or tsunami or whatever that is is going on in another part of the world. And people are always going, oh, well, you couldn't possibly. Well, scientifically, it is proven that absolutely our bodies can pick it up and and be the conduit for what's occurring. So how do you go about protecting yourself? How do you go about actually creating it so that it's not showing up with such intensity while we can communicate with our bodies? We can ask our bodies to tune it down. We can also shift things like if it's directly uh, going up towards your bedroom, then you can actually shift where your bed is located, whether it's a different room, and we can, through the mapping process, establish where uh, would be the place that our body would be most at rest for rejuvenation, where it would be most at rest to actually regenerate our molecules in a really magical way. So I get excited about this, and I, I clearly I'm excited. My, my producer's saying, are you going to take a break or are we going to just skip that? Well, <laughs> I do get excited about sharing uh, this and I I really I kind of light up and I and I did a video the other day because I'm I'm aware that oftentimes what I say over the radio uh, sometimes requires almost a video to sort of as a follow up so so that people can go well what is that and I think my grandparents used to do that to find water on on the farm with a well and a lot of farmers in Canada still utilize that technique of using either um, a divining rod or bringing a diviner in or a dowser and and using willow and and that's really fun to play with to look for water on a farm uh, look for underground springs, and then you can establish how deep it's going to go, how um, where the water is located. Geologists, many geologists have used it in Canada for looking for a specific uh, underground for oil, for any of our natural reserves, for the rocks that where where the oil runs through uh, and and is attracted to where it's going to be, how far it's going to be down, how far they have to drill. We can do that with water. We can we can map an area almost to within you know a foot and and how exacting for those that do this day in and day out, it's become an exacting science. And there's even this is the really fun thing. There's even uh, a woman who historically her whole body would get pulled 
almost to the point that she would get pulled off of her feet to to where it was to actually dig for a well on farms. It was so, so fun to um, for me when I got into this and really started to study and know that this ancient practice has been around for for thousands of years where we had many, many people who uh, as as villagers would go in and establish where is the safest place for my villagers to thrive. And if you look at nomads, if you look at gypsies, there's always that one person that they went to, the elder, the wise man, uh, that that was the one that everyone would go to and say, where do we go? So how many of us have gone outside of ourselves to establish and to actually almost, it's it's the energy of almost acknowledging what you already know. And I can say that I've done this many times where I've questioned if, if what I truly know is possible with whatever that is for me. And and then I go into this sort of like, huh, I don't know, maybe I should check, maybe I should talk to somebody else, maybe I should get their advice. And then we go outside of ourselves for confirmation of what we already know, those wedgies that our friends give us, those wedgies that other professionals might give us. So what if that's not considered wrong? What if that's actually just another way of you checking in. So what if the people in your life that you are drawn to are almost the pendulum of the energy of what it is you're looking for? So those wedgies of of, of contribution are the pendulum of what it is you require to hear or listen to that actually gifts you the acknowledgement you already have within whoa, (laughs) that sounds really deep, Lisa. Well, how many of us have gone outside of ourselves to get confirmation of what we're already aware of? And it's, it's totally, it's totally cool, guys. This is, this is what happens. We, we've, we've gone out for consultation. We've, we've paid for people to consult. We've paid for, and whatever the label is, We've had uh, in many different practices where they go into the elders' tent and everybody sits around and they say, okay, you know, what's your input? What do you say? And, and oftentimes the, the elder in that particular society might not have many words. They might only have the energy of it. Mm, yes, no. Uh, and, and then you walk out and going, well, that was simple. So how many of us have created things being complicated. And the gift of these ancient modalities is that it's actually it's actually the gift of us knowing what it is we already have within. So I've played with pendulums, I've played with dousing rods, I've played with uh divining. Feng shui is this is is a practice that I I've played with and it's well over four thousand years. I do play a lot. I know. (laughs) 
Yeah, the word play is definitely a part of my life. I I used to take things very seriously and people used to say you need to get serious about life, Lisa, and I'm I'm aware that that just isn't part of of uh who I be, hun. Um there's some there's some great um people that I have in my life who also choose to look at life as this big playground. And so feng shui for me was was just more confirmation of my awareness around spaces, my awareness of walking into a space and being willing to be that actual uh, energy of shifting whatever it was that was required. So I've t- I, I, I know that I've got so much more that I can chat with you about would you be willing to be the energy of what it is that's required to change all those places that you've concluded and all those places that you've actually assumed that there's no other way of changing things, there's no other way of moving the energy with something? And are you willing to be that light, bright, so that when you walk into a space, people turn and go, wow, there's... There's so much lightness around you. What is that? And and being drawn to that, that's the gift of when you're choosing to really step into your power of how spaces can play and contribute to your life and living going forward. And I feel so grateful to all of you around the world that have uh, reached out and had either a session with me through Zoom or Skype. And and I don't have to be in your space. I can actually tap into the spaces. And oftentimes the country, the spaces are the first thing that connects with me before the people. And then the people connect with me and then say, hey, um, could you possibly um, come to my country? And it's not necessarily them, even though they think it is. It's actually the country or the city or the town or their home or their business that's reaching out and saying, there's the space whisperer. We got to connect with Lisa. Wow. (laughs) So uh, I am so grateful for everyone that tuned in today. And if you have any questions, if you have any awarenesses around how we can play with spaces and where are you willing to be the ancient practitioner in your life with your spaces. I adore you and look forward to connecting and thank you. I'm so grateful for all of you for showing up today. Wow. It's uh, it's been fun. We'll talk soon. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. Take care and have an awesome day, everyone. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at Lisa at InfiniteEnergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week.